0: Hello, and welcome to the Breaking Up With Anxiety podcast. I am your host, the anxiety nutritionist, gut and hormonal health expert, yoga and meditation teacher, and cat mom, Taylor Jandro. And this podcast is designed to show you how to relieve and resolve your chronic anxiety through the powerful combination of food, lifestyle changes, nutraceuticals, gut and hormonal health optimization, nervous system regulation, yoga, meditation, mindset, lifestyle coaching, and more. And today, you are going to hear from one of my alumni clients, Paige. I sat down twice with my alumni client, Paige, once for an Instagram Live on April 4th, 2021, not long after Paige wrapped up her time in my four-month Breaking Up With Anxiety program, and then again more recently on January 15th, 2023. So please excuse the sound quality for the 2021 recording since we just pulled that off Instagram. There's a little bit of an echo. I actually really don't think it's that noticeable. It's just the perfectionist in me like tweaking out a little bit. But without further ado, let's dive into how Paige broke up with her anxiety part one. Hello, hello, hello. I'm going live with my client Paige. I'm so excited. Oh, there she is. Hi. <laughs> we are live. <laughs> <laughs> Um, before we get into it, I just wanted to give like a huge, huge, huge thank you Paige, for being here today. It is not easy to go live on camera. It took me like a year and a half <laughs> to be able to show my face on camera. So I'm just like really, really honored and honestly humbled that you agreed to do this with me. So thank you so much. We got awesome. Us. Here we go. Um, okay. So why don't we just get right into it? No problem. Okay, tell, why did you join Breaking Up With Anxiety? All right, I'll tell you, because
1: (laughs) I've tried literally everything, and I think um, it's different for me because I am in holistic, like, nutrition. Um, I know, I sell supplements. I have been doing this for years and years, and so I feel like I have tried everything I could possibly think of that I would have tried for, like, my clients in general, and it's just different when it's yourself you just uh, you always think in your head like that's not what's happening to me or no that's not it or whatever so just having like i needed someone i needed like a guidance type situation and i just found your link tay just randomly googling and i'm so glad i did
0: <laughs> that's crazy i need to like I like know nothing about SEO and all that stuff. So I think it's wild that you just stumbled across me. And I love that. Like it was fate. (laughs) Um, Okay. What was everything that you had been trying prior?
1: Okay. I tried, oh my gosh, literally everything you can think of. I did like um, yoga for like, you know, a month's version of that. Um, I did um, GABA supplements. I did theanine. I did, um, a shit ton of magnesium. Pardon my French. Um, (laughs) yeah, no, nothing, nothing was working. Um, I don't know. Yeah. And I was just at a loss because, you know, I would give my clients certain things and I would see outcomes in them. But like, for me, I'm like, no, I am not that bad or I am not, you know, Uh, That is not me. And it was. So I just um, didn't know what direction to go in, I guess.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um, Okay, so you were at a loss. You stumbled across me, which is so cool. And then you joined the program. And then tell us like a little bit about your experience in the program um, and how you feel now.
1: Yeah. So first of all, this program is set up absolutely perfectly um, because um, it is so overwhelming, all the different things that um, go into, you know, making your body be in balance. And I think that's like kind of for me, like I knew all of those things, but how do you integrate them, you know, and where do you start and which one's the most important and that kind of thing. Um, So with the program, it's set up uh, basically weekly. So each week you get a new um, I guess, uh, task or some, that's what I kind of called them. Um, and so you get like, you know, this is what I'm doing this week and this is all I need to focus on. And if I can just give my energy to this one thing, um, I got it. And so then, you know, the next week comes on and you've already mastered that and you move on to the next thing. And so it's just this building blocks that is not only, you know, guiding you to, um, Break up with anxiety, whatever. Um, But, you know, you're building a new lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, and I have been, I don't even know how long it's been, but I implement those things still every day. Um, So, I mean, it's set up absolutely super, super easy, I think.
0: Yeah, I think you joined, I'd have to go look at your paperwork, but I want to say the end of November or early December,
1: something around that. I think it was November... I think, but that was all a blur. So I'm just glad that's over with
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I mean, I know like you're, you're busy. We're all busy, right? You're busy with work. Um, You're doing some stuff with school right now. You're planning a wedding. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is really fun during these times. So, you know, you're busy. Life is busy. Did you feel like you were able to, and you kind of talked on this, but do you feel like Mm -hmm. it was easy and manageable to integrate the tasks, the weekly tasks into your life. Oh,
1: absolutely. And because it was not only just, you know, so you give out these videos that we go over for the week, which are hands down amazing, explains everything that you need to do, why you're doing it. Um, And then you have the Facebook group that other people are doing it too. Um, So you're not alone. And if you ever have questions, you know, you're able to pop on there and kind of see how other people are doing it and integrating it as well. Um, but it wasn't hard because if you did, you know, have some issues that week where, you know, you're, you know, had some stuff go on and you weren't able to focus like you wanted to, you just continue next week and you just kind of keep going until you're ready to go to the next step. And I think that's really important to not feel, you know, like, oh my gosh, I'm behind. Um, Cause that causes anxiety and (laughs) it's not what we're trying to do. So
0: yeah. No. And that happens. I think you maybe only did that once or twice, but that happens often. Mm -hmm. Where one of the girls will be like, "Hey, um, I'm going to stay on week two for a few weeks so that I can really make sure I've like integrated this and I understand it." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's the point, right? Like we're trying to take make small, sustainable changes." Like I'm working with people with anxiety, so I can't be like, "Okay, let's change all these things about (laughs) about everything, right?" Yeah, if you did
1: that, I would like been like, okay, never mind.
0: No. (laughs) This was a mistake. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) No. This was (laughs) yeah, that's so funny. Um, yeah, and like make small, small changes, and that's how we're gonna create sustain sustainable change, right? And like you said, it's been three ish four months now, and you still apply everything to your life every single day. It's almost like a new lifestyle. But would you say it's drastically Different from your old lifestyle, or like, did you have to upheave your whole life, or did you just have to make small changes?
1: Oh no, it's it was small changes that are one hundred percent attainable. Absolutely, it's just I think you know, there's so much stuff out there. There's so much stuff out there for anxiety, um, or just daily life in general, and just not knowing. Or having like backed up information on like what is the right thing for me personally, um, everyone's completely different. Everyone, um, so no, it wasn't hard at all. And I, I'm still eating like wonderful food. You know, um, it's not restricting. Um, no, not at all. I'm just making sure I'm getting my macros in, and I know how to do that now without my fitness pal. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot easier than I thought
0: it was going to be good good and then how would you describe your anxiety prior to joining and where's your anxiety now holy
1: moly okay um i would say literally like debilitating um back in october november to a point where i just every single day sucked (laughs) just sucked okay um and I don't even remember to be honest like it was just so bad it was just such a blur um i wasn't living i was just waking up every day just like hoping to get through um you know to the next one um but now i mean yeah every day is i mean i wake up i <laughs> i have my um, baby angel sleeps every single night <laughs> i know it's amazing um, I wake up, I open my curtains, I, my, the sun comes in, I eat breakfast. I mean, I just have this energy that I haven't had, I don't know, in a really long time. And it's not even like caffeine energy, it's just like motivational energy where I just like, I'm ready to like live my life, I guess. I don't know. Sounds kind of cheesy, but it's it's true.
0: Yeah. I, I still <laughs> remember your first message when you were like, I had my first baby angel sleep. <laughs> our goal in breaking up with anxiety. It's like, how can we get baby angel sleeps? Hey, you get
1: there. Will you get there? Um, you do. And you might not think you need
0: baby angel sleeps,
1: but you do, so (laughs) they're
0: awesome. You do. Um, Were you surprised by how much your gut impacted your mental health when we worked through your gut protocols? Oh
1: yeah, that was, I mean, this just goes back to like, me personally thinking like, Oh, that's not me. I'm not that bad. You know, that's not my issue, (laughs) et cetera. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm like, okay. But anyway, we started working on the gut healing and I mean, within, I don't know, was it like two weeks? Mm -hmm. It wasn't very long. Um, yes. Things started clearing up that fast. Um, it's just, it's just so silly. Like thinking back on it, how easy, um, with the right direction, you know, um, that you can do this. But yeah,
0: (laughs) it's crazy. And the right supplements, right? Like you were, Mm -hmm. you just said, you know, I was taking GABA, I was taking l and I was taking magnesium. These are all great supplements. And if you Google like best supplements for anxiety, those are going to come up because they're working on the symptom of anxiety. They're not working on what the root cause is, right? Like I love supplements. I don't hate on supplements, but we need you to be on the right supplements for you and your imbalances. What's going on with your gut? What's going on with your hormones? That's the supplements we need, not like the anxiety supplements, right? Right.
1: No, absolutely. I definitely figured that out so and we've linked it to you know whatever the root cause might have been
0: but uh, my gut was screwed up so yeah yeah we had Um, to increase your stomach acid we had to give your mm -hmm. your stomach lining some love the lining of your small intestine that was a big game changer for you um yeah we had to Mm -hmm. love up and and then we had to do some hormone stuff too, balance out those hormones right yes and we're
1: still working on it and every day it's getting better and better so
0: yeah um Paige has decided to transition off birth control so we're working on that right now on smoothing that transition so that she's not hit with anxiety and any post birth control syndrome yuckiness we don't want any of that no but I'm prepared but we haven't you know we haven't got there It's
1: made the transition, I think, so much smoother. All the work that we put in since, you know, since November, um, I wouldn't have been able to do it this easily without all that, for sure. It would have been scary. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so I always ask people this because I always talk about the fringe benefits where I don't know Mm -hmm. if you've heard me talk about this, but when you start working, because the body's connected, right? Everything works synergistically. Mm -hmm. So when you start working on your anxiety and I put it in air quotes because it's a symptom not because it's not real because it's very real but when you start working on a symptom by addressing a root cause you get what I call the fringe benefits so Mm -hmm. so many other improvements in your life and in your health for me it was like weight loss you know my allergies cleared up my seasonal allergies my I wasn't getting sick as much anymore I was able to handle stress way better I wasn't getting UTIs and yeast infections ever again. I wasn't getting struck throat ever again. My eczema cleared up. What were your fringe benefits?
1: Oh my gosh, Tay, I should have made a list of them. Um, first, I will say, honestly, it's been my sleep. That has been the most life-changing thing um, ever. Um, what else? My, yeah, my allergies. I haven't had to take anything this year. So no Xerotec, no Allegra, nothing, nothing, uh, which is crazy. Um, what else? I don't know, Tay, like everything. <laughs> Can I say that? Mm. Yeah. Um, I kind of put you on the spot yeah, with that one. <laughs> yeah, you did because, well, okay. So here's one. I have a cabinet full of supplements that I use for all kinds of different things. Right. Um, and now I only use my gut ones. So, I mean, I'm not having to use anything. I don't, have any other issues um Mm -hmm. so yeah we should have I should have made a list I'll get you a list how's that
0: yeah get me a list of fringe benefits you also might come back to me like next year because you might not know them right away right Right. and then in a year from now you'll be like oh wait I didn't get like sick at all last year which is crazy or I didn't do like x or I didn't do whatever um although I know one for you because you messaged me about it several times about how stressed you were but that it never ever triggered anxiety, and I would say being able to manage oh, yeah. stress is a pretty good fringe benefit.
1: No, that's that's a huge one. Yes, thanks for bringing that one up. Um, yeah, there we've been under so much stress with, um, you know. So I work at a pharmacy, so we've been doing all the the COVID vaccinations and and just everything, and it's stressful. You hear people's stories and you take in their mm-hmm. energy and things like that. Mm-hmm. And normally, like seriously, like several months ago. I would be a shaky, crazy mess by the end of the day. Just like, you know, scatterbrained, talking a mile a minute, um, just freaking out, (laughs) Um, you know, coming home, just wanting to drink wine and go to bed. And Mm -hmm. now nope, I'm calm, cool, collected. It's weird. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I come home and I drink my tea and I, I feel good. So that, yes, that one is definitely one for sure. Okay. Amazing. Let's connect later in a year. Message me your (laughs) phone for sure. Uh,
0: Okay. What would you say? And I actually don't know the answer to this. So I'm curious. What would you say was your favorite part of the whole program?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, My absolute favorite part. Honestly, I think it was being able to every week Um, Come together and, like, realize or um, I don't know the word I'm looking for, um, but just be able to recognize, like, what accomplishments were done that week. And, Mm -hmm. yes, I am actually getting better. Like, it's a slow process for sure. um, But being able to, like, talk that through, like, with you personally um, and making sure you're on the right track. And is this normal? Is this not normal? um, Honestly, that is something that I'll cherish for sure because... It's just hard to do something on your own. Like, you might know it's what you're supposed to do, but if you don't have any support, I mean, how do you know you're doing it right? I don't know. Why would you want to go forward? Like, I was doing it for me, but I was doing it for you, too, (laughs) too.
0: You know? So I think that's important for sure. I've been, I'm the same too. I think most of us are, it's human nature that as much as we want something for ourselves, it's really hard to stay on track um, without having accountability and without having support and without having someone to answer to in some way, right? Mm -hmm. And just be like, okay, like I know this person's gonna check in with me every single week. And if you have a bad week, you have a bad week and you can come to the call and you can express that. And then you'll be surprised by how many of the other women are like, oh, I experienced that two weeks ago. This is how I moved through it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I
1: agree. And the best part is, like, you get it. So all that anxiety built up about, you know, maybe falling behind or whatever it is, I mean, you get it. So it's not something where you're, like, scared to be like, oh, I actually didn't
0: do what you said this week or whatever, you know? Yeah.
1: Uh, So it's just nice to be, like, understood fully, you know? Yeah. Yeah that aspect Mm -hmm.
0: I'm actually going through that right now with my back my back's been acting up and I keep going to like my back got my back like doctor and he keeps being Mm -hmm. like are you doing your exercises and I'm like no you know like (laughs) yeah It's totally human nature, right? And I have nobody to hold me accountable. I I told um, my partner, I told Steve, I'm like, you need to make sure I'm doing this every single day. Like it's, we're humans, like we're not Mm -hmm. perfect. And even though we know, like, I don't like being in pain in my back, you know, and even though I know I need to be doing my exercises, I still don't do them every single day. And Mm -hmm. I know that's not anxiety specifically, but there are parallels there, right? Oh, absolutely.
1: Um, Yeah there's
0: so many days
1: yeah absolutely like am i going to am i going to eat beans today <laughs> Yes hey,
0: says sh- are. So. <laughs> you so, have
1: yeah, to no,
0: eat totally beans <laughs> oh my gosh amazing okay um, last question what would you say to anybody that is watching this either like live or catching it later on the igtv and they're saying that's so great that this worked for her but this wouldn't work for me like what would you say to somebody who would think like that wouldn't work for me yeah
1: that's like really tough because how do you know um at that point because it's not a it's not a like protocol per se it's more so um a, like a bio individual um you know process so it's not going to be the same exact route for you as it would be for me um you know there is things that were wrong with me that you know were further than anxiety so we worked on those like for you it might be i don't know something completely different it would be a completely different route for you um so I don't know, like going back and the amount of time and stress and whatever happened, you know, all through the years, I would hands down do it again. Because guess what? It's just a few months later and it's, it's gone, <laughs> you know, and I would still yeah. be going through different medications. I would still be trying to go through different doctors, still trying different supplements. I mean, that's is trial and error, you know. Um, but having someone to work with and get you a specific program um, I think is the most important because I'm not taking the same things as everyone in the mm-hmm. program. Everyone's taking mm-hmm. something different. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it's not, I just think you should just do it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. The the supplements are different. So everybody gets an individualized supplement protocol, depending on what their imbalances mm-hmm. are. And like how long is my intake form <laughs> it's so long it's it's appropriate how's that yeah okay <laughs> that's, thank you that's a really nice way to describe it yes <laughs> oh my gosh it's long but it's long for a reason because yes. i want to be extremely thorough and i want to understand what's going on with you symptomatically and then we give you an individualized supplement protocol, which is what Paige is saying, where what she's taking is not what the other women are taking in the program. Some of them are on the same things for sure, but they're every single person. If they were, if you guys were all to compare your supplement protocols, they'd be different because you're different people and you have different imbalances. So the weekly stuff that we're working together as a group, that's like 100% food-based that everybody does. But the supplements are specific and individual for you, um, which I think is what's unique about what I do. I don't know.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely. It, it yeah. is. Because everything else is like, okay, make sure you take your, you know, take your GABA, take you mm. know, make sure you eat your protein. What, mm-hmm. Okay, when? What does that mean? How much, How much? for me?
0: What yeah. if I'm vegan? What if I'm vegetarian? Like, you know, yeah. there's... Everyone is going to come into the program with different lifestyles, um, different um, cultural backgrounds, different beliefs around food, different eating habits, different lifestyles. Like so every single week we have the opportunity to jump on a call together and be like, how can we actually implement this in your life that makes sense for you? Yes,
1: I love it. And you have so many resources, so many. Um, And they're so helpful. I've tried like all of your recipes. Seriously. Um, and you have vegan versions, vegetarian versions, where to get protein. I mean, it's literally anything you need. Anything. Yeah. Even and if I don't it. have
0: it, ask for it and I'll get it for She'll you. She'll make it for you. So. Yeah. Which is what I did with the holiday recipes.
1: Yes. That you guys was awesome. were like,
0: I need holiday recipes. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Here they are.
1: So kind.
0: Oh, uh, uh, well, Thank you so much for coming on. You're amazing. Um, I mean, you. De- uh, I just like can't say enough enough things about you and all the women in the program. You're all amazing. Yeah. Just like love you all so much. Do you have any um, final words?
1: Um, You know, I'm just so grateful that I found you, to be honest. I know it sounds so cheesy and I tell you this all the time, but it was perfect timing. I mean, everything I'm learning in my schooling is like, aligning with what we're doing but it's more targeted for me and it just makes sense um yeah. it just makes sense and I feel so much better um so much better so thank you so much
0: thank you I like making cry <laughs> <laughs> please don't cry and I'll cry well I'll cry not good <laughs> I like cried when I cried <laughs> when I read your testimonial that you sent me like last week I like that. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. I thought really hard about it because it's, I mean, seriously, changing lives. So serious. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Have a great rest of your weekend, and you and I will chat, like, next week. Yes, we will. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Okay, so that was part one, 2021. And if you want to watch that on Instagram, I have linked it in the show notes. And before we jump into part two, if you are curious to see if Breaking Up With Anxiety, my four-month coaching program, would be a good fit for you, I will leave links for more details, including an interest form you can fill out in the show notes. Breaking Up With Anxiety is offered as both a group coaching program or a one-on-one private coaching program. If you are interested in either of the options, so the group or the private, but maybe you're on the fence, please don't hesitate to email me at hello at tejandro.com. That email is also in the show notes with your questions, or you can send me a direct message on Instagram. I am more than happy to answer any questions or discuss any concerns you may have. Now let's fast forward to january 15th 2023 i asked Paige to record a podcast episode with me on how she's doing now is the anxiety still gone has the anxiety really stayed away we also talk about how we successfully transitioned her off birth control and her ssri without withdrawal symptoms okay let's dive back in Paige, I'm so excited. You're my first alumni client guest on the Breaking Up With Anxiety podcast, so thank you so much for being here.
1: Wow, that is exciting. Um, I am so excited to be here. It was a really nice introduction. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hardly an introduction. I'm going to let you introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, give us a little lay of the land, and then I kind of want to dive into. Your story, like a little before and after the program, and all that good stuff.
1: Absolutely. So, my name is Paige, Paige Britton. Um, I live in Texas, so I think that's the coolest thing that I found you. (laughs) Um, and Mm -hmm. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner here in Austin, Texas, so I've got health and wellness background. And yeah, work with folks on a daily basis with uh, imbalances and um, trying to find the root cause of their issues. It's kind of what I do today.
0: Yes, which is like so similar. I mean, we both do very similar things, which is really cool. When we started working together, so I was actually trying to think about this before because I'm like, when did you come into the program? Because it's been so many years now that my years is all kind of blend into one, but was it like 2020?
1: Yeah, 2020. That was the year.
0: <laughs> that was the year. Okay. So in 2020, you were in school for the program for what you do now. W- what was that again?
1: Yeah. So I had previously graduated college um, with a nutrition degree in like hopes of becoming a dietitian and doing all that training, I just decided that didn't align with what um, I kind of believed when it came to nutrition and health and wellness. So yes, I started this program in 2020, um, nutritional therapy practitioner program um, through the Nutritional Therapy Association. And so yeah, I was like actively like starting that program when we linked up.
0: Right. Because I remember as part of your, when you filled out the interest form, part of what you said was like, you're like, I, sh- I feel like I should be able to figure this out myself. Like, I feel like I should know these things because I have this background and I have this education. Um, and I think that's really interesting because somebody actually asked me that the other day because they are in a similar program that I did and we're both local to my area and there's two main schools in my area for nutrition and she was at the other school and she was saying like you know I don't know what you could possibly help me with I don't know what you could possibly teach me and she wasn't saying it in like a mean way she was genuinely just like I'm I don't know how you can help me because I'm like in this program but like I'm so anxious and I'm curious what your thoughts are about that because that was kind of how we linked up as well
1: yeah pretty much like honestly when I look back and think about it it was just like all the stars aligned like it was just a perfect scenario because like I asked myself all the time and my patients too or clients like is what you're doing right now helping yes or no <laughs> and a lot of times it's like we've been trying and trying and trying and like nothing's working or we just don't know. And so it's like just the perfect opportunity to like try something new or different or a different perspective. Um, So I, even though like the concepts and things of that nature, like made sense and like have studied, you know, all of these things like gut health, what protein does, what hydration is, I still needed like, direction and like someone in my corner, like rooting for me, and like being able to bounce ideas off of each other. Um, Like you can have all this knowledge, but like, if you don't know how to use it, it's just like, I don't know, just needed like that direction and things like that. So it made sense for someone, even though with like the same background, it's like a partner in crime kind of thing.
0: For sure. And actually, it's really funny that I, we were having this conversation today, and before, a few hours ago, I was at the health food store getting a few things, and I bumped into a woman who we took one class together. We were in the same program, but only one of our classes overlapped, and she, we were talking a little bit at the health food store, and she was saying, you know, she's like, I never ever would have connected gut health to anxiety before kind of following along with you and following your Instagram and stuff, and I was like, really? Like, we did the same program, you know? And she was like, yeah, but there wasn't like a class that was like gut health and anxiety or gut health and mental health. It was just like, you were taking all these classes and you had so much information being thrown at you. And she's like, you know, I was in the program. I felt like I was learning so many things. And then I haven't really had the time to make the connections until I've out of the program now. And I've taken a step back and now she's in a health food store and she's fully immersed. And I thought like, oh yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense because from my perspective, I went into the program with anxiety and my entire goal of taking the program was not to be a nutritionist it was just to alleviate my anxiety my panic my depression so anytime the textbook or the course notes or the teacher or anything said one little thing about like anxiety <laughs> or like panic or depression or any of the symptoms I was having with anxiety I like took note of that so I kind of went into the program hyper focused and it's like all I could see and all I could hear were things about like anxiety. And so I was kind of making connections that somebody else in the program wouldn't have and we were learning the same material and it's not a matter of like one person being smarter to the other or anything like that. It's just like there's so much information being thrown at you that you're retaining different information based on what you're kind of there to learn, you know
1: oh I absolutely agree. I mean, that's like what. I was like actively doing was trying to find as much information, as many people as possible that, you know, still like had similar backgrounds, like, because I knew that's where the answer was. And I don't really know now if it's like an answer. It's more like an accumulation of just like things like foundational things. But mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, everything just comes together in weird ways.
0: I love, love, love that you said it's not like one answer, it's not a answer. It's an accumulation of things because that's hundred percent what it is. So, okay, let's backpedal and describe what your life was like before joining, breaking up with anxiety. Like, what were you struggling with? How anxiety was impacting your quality of life? Like, give us a little bit of a paint the picture there.
1: Yeah. So, I think honestly, this question is so important because going through like just having anxiety, a person with anxiety, I was always looking for someone that like shared similar feelings, you know, just to kind of like validate yourself in a way. And so I would always be looking at podcasts or blogs or whatever, just trying to find someone that like felt similar, similar things to me. So this will be kind of detailed. (laughs) Um,
0: perfect i love yeah. details <laughs> yeah
1: it's just you know how the brain works right but like i have always had anxiety growing up and the funny part is like i didn't know that for a long 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 time you know it would like show up like mainly physical symptoms so like i'd go on like trips and you'd get like stomach aches and you'd be nauseous or whatever and then just, like, general, like, decision-making, people pleasing, or, like, always worrying, like, is this okay? Is this okay? There's, like, always an anxious person. And getting into college, um, that's when things just kind of started, like, echoing, maybe, if you will. Like, you know, things just got worse, and still like refusing to believe that's what it was. So still trying to find an answer that it was like no point of looking for. Um, I just couldn't believe that what I was feeling was anxiety. Like I, you know how like when you Google anxiety, and it's like impending doom or whatever. And like that never resonated with me. I was like, no, this is not what I have. Like, no and so just like that whole <laughs> like a roller coaster in college trying to figure out like what it is to then deal with it um i don't know is that something like with you like how did your anxiety like did you always know that's what it was
0: no like i had never heard thinking back in hindsight i was definitely depressed in high school i was definitely struggling with depression and i just didn't know but Not anxiety. And um, after my first panic attack, which I obviously had no idea what it was, I thought it was a heart attack and I took myself to the hospital and they told me there after running all the tests that I was fine and that it was an anxiety attack and, and that I might have anxiety and a panic attack. And that was the first time I'd ever heard, like I'd never heard those things before. And this was 2011. So, Um, I think Instagram wasn't around at that time. I was on Facebook, maybe like this was still like BBM days. Like I think social, it just wasn't as talked about as much, I think. Yeah. And it definitely wasn't really talked about within kind of my family and within my close circle of friends. Like even now, like the word anxiety is tossed around so loosely now, right? Like everyone says like, oh, this gives me anxiety. That gives me anxiety because anxiety is a normal human emotion. But I don't even remember hearing that growing up. Like I don't even remember like ever hearing that word. Right. And so when the doctors told me that, I was like, what is that? What is anxiety? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, what do you mean? Nothing's wrong with me. It's quote unquote in my head, which, you know, we know it's it's not just in your head. It is a symptom of body-based imbalances. But at the time, that's what I was being told. Like this is 100% in your head. And then I went to the doctor and, you know, it's put on medication and diagnosed with generalized anxiety, panic disorder, and depression. So I resonate with what you're saying where you're like, okay, I'm looking things up. And then you start Googling because you're like, what the heck is this? And there were certain things that I would see on Google and what people would talk about when they talked about anxiety that I resonated with and other things that I didn't resonate with. And the physical symptoms were the most confusing for yeah. me, because I would go to the doctor constantly and just be like, "This cannot be in my head. <laughs> like yeah. I feel this in my body. <laughs> like this can't just be my brain producing these physical symptoms." And my doctor just kept telling me, "Like no, that's what it is."
1: Golly, yes. And it's just like, no, no, that's not what it is. You know, just arguing in your head. Like to me, it's like if if I said okay i have anxiety that would mean that every single symptom was just like it just didn't equate to the heaviness of what i was feeling like at at that time right yeah and i don't know so just kind of like navigating that and like just not like looking for answers that weren't even there um and that's when i got further like into college like finally graduated Um, like went through just some life changing stuff, like, you know, like a breakup, like for the better, (laughs) moved out on my own. Like Mm -hmm. I just got all this stuff and it just felt like it kept building and building. And, you know, and we talked about this kind of extensively when I came to you, I had just had this like breakthrough anxiety situation where I was like, yep, I have anxiety. I accept that. Like now what do I do? I had um, gone to get my blood drawn to get my blood work to see what was going on. Like it was for anxiety, like like for the symptoms I was experiencing. And I go to get my blood drawn and I had like a reaction to the blood draw, like full on nauseous, like shaking violently, like was going to pass out, like full on, you know, anxiety attack situation for hours and i will never ever forget that day it was like the the breaking point of like realizing what was actually happening and i talk about a lot with like my patients now the toxin bucket theory do you know about that today (laughs)
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it I didn't like pre-record a module on on the program in the program per se, because that would have been like a two year program if I had recorded <laughs> a module on absolutely everything. Right. But I talk about this a lot um in like you probably haven't watched uh, all the new workshops and such, which is totally fine. I need to catch <laughs> but on. I talk about this a lot in like the gut health and the gut pathogen workshop, uh, and things like that. But yes, please explain it to us, because I think it's really important. And it'll be really helpful for everyone listening. And I would also love if you could chat a little bit about, okay, so you didn't resonate with the mental symptoms of anxiety, like the impending doom, the blah, blah, blah. What were your physical symptoms?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So physical symptoms were mainly like that nausea that wasn't like I'm I have a stomach bug nausea it was like I mean I just describe it now as panic nausea I don't know if you know you know kind of thing Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and just always feeling very stimulated like I drank 40 cups of coffee and not knowing where to put that energy and just it coming out in different ways whether that be Like being snappy, being emotional, being uh, just, yeah, just all kinds of different things. Um, Like sweaty all the time. My hands and feet are always sweaty. Um, Just feeling sick. Like just ill. Like something is wrong. There's like a disconnect. And it got to the point where, I mean, I I wouldn't even go get my hair cut because I couldn't like, like fathom the thought of having those feelings come up and me not being able to like get out of there. So it like almost created like a whole nother layer of anxiety for me. Um, But that kind of goes back to the, you know, my theory on myself, right on the toxin bucket, like you have all these toxins, everyone has your bucket, when you're born, you get your empty bucket, and you Mm -hmm. get to fill it through your life, right? with whatever environmental toxins like you know stuff like pollution that heavy metals your water or whatever like other things like maybe mold or emotional toxins whatever it is you get your bucket and when it's full it's full you know and I just like to think that that you know experience getting my blood drawn was like my bucket just like done and in a weird way, it was a good thing because it led me to be able to find all this stuff out and like be able to enhance and improve my life. So in a weird way, it's like, I'm grateful for it because otherwise I feel like I would just be blindly looking still, you know, until it, it did eventually happen. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It was just so such an impact on my life. I wasn't even able to like do things normally. Like I would literally go to work and I would come home and I wouldn't do anything else. Trying to make it as controlled as possible in my life.
0: Uh, yes. I said that all the time. I'm like, my anxiety turned me into a control freak. Yeah. And I'm still like, that is something that I'm unlearning. I call it like the after effects of anxiety because like the anxiety disorder is gone. The panic disorder is gone. The depression is gone. But I almost have these like after effects that I'm now kind of working through. And one of them is this need to like control everything. And I've come a long way, but I still find myself slipping into these areas where I'm like, oh, that's an after effect. That's an aftershock. That's from my anxiety disorder. It made me. So controlling because, like, I couldn't control how I felt. I couldn't control my brain. (laughs) I felt like I was so out of control in my physical body and my mental and my emotional body that I was like looking around my life being like, Well, what can I control? And I'm just going to do that.
1: Yeah. Because that felt like somewhat good, right? You have all these planners, and you have like, At this time, I'm going to be here and like me knowing where I'm gonna be and how that's gonna play out like just felt so much better like any type of uh like question like anytime I had options that was like not cool like I didn't want to choose (laughs) there was no spontaneity (laughs) at all (laughs) exactly and it was just like so bad Tay, I remember like you know, my friends were like, oh, let's go, you know, this weekend to, you know, out, let's go out or whatever. And I just was like, no, no, that's in a couple of hours. Like, I can't do that. I have like, no, it's just not possible. Um, and so that's really kind of what got me just like looking and looking like, okay, I need to, I need to figure this out like immediately. <laughs> and here we are. Kind of thing.
0: Here we are. Yeah. I remember for me, it was very much like, um, I mean, I, I almost, I derailed, like I was on such a high dose of medication and I just like, I was working in the industry and so I just started partying and drinking a lot and so I just kind of like went down that rabbit hole Um, and then when I removed myself from that situation and worked on transitioning off my medication and moved home, that's when I started to like hyper control everything for about a year. When I was trying to, I always call it Googling my way to anxiety freedom, (laughs) where anything anybody said online, I was like, I'm going to do that. (laughs) Like I I threw all these supplements at my body. I was juicing, clean eating. I was like, literally all I would do was like make dinner, eat dinner, go to bed. I was nannying at the time. I would get up. I would take the bus. It was about an hour. I would go, I would nanny, I would do, you know, nanny stuff during the day, like just mom stuff. And it's very routine because the the girls were one at the time from one to two. And so it was super routine and I loved routine. And then I would go home and I would cook and then I would start that over again. And then on the weekends, if I had the plan a few days in advance, that was fine. If they were last minute plans, I wouldn't do it. I was, I was like, just on the weekends, like reading self-development books and trying to teach myself all these things. And it was so, so, so controlled. And then that was something that I had to work on extensively in therapy. Once the anxiety was gone, I still tried to hyper control my day and my routine because I was like, I thought it was almost like a fluke. I was nervous that like, Okay, now I'm doing all these things. I'm eating a certain way. I'm exercising. I'm, you know, going to bed early. I'm doing all these changes, which we'll get into, like the meat of like the changes you made throughout the program that you think really moved the needle. But I then started to get like so strict with myself and so like diligent, but not in a healthy way. It was like, not- I have to do this every single day. It was like militant almost. That. And then I really worked with my therapist on like releasing that control and being much more flexible and fluid. But I would still say I I, I wouldn't consider myself a very spontaneous person to this day. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I'm just, I'm a very busy person. <laughs> and so yeah. I do have a certain level of routine and I really like my routine, but I, I would say now it's not in an unhealthy way, but I wouldn't consider myself even to this day, I wouldn't say that I'm spontaneous.
1: I hear you. I 100% resonate with that. I mean, we were kind of talking at one point about like, because so I've been in therapy, right? Like we all do that, right? We all go in there and we're like, this is going to be so helpful. And it's like, yeah, it kind of was right. But I'll like, after Mm -hmm. going through all those changes, therapy makes so much more sense now and like all these other therapies make more sense and so it is that's why it's not just that one thing that works it's like all of these things together at one time <laughs> that's what works and i don't know 100%. yeah yeah and I do the same thing now. It's like I thrive when I have a structured, like busy life, which sounds crazy because when someone has anxiety, you know, you always talk about, like, oh, yeah, you need to, to relaxed and everything needs to be slow. And it's like, no, I think I like, you know, having that, like you said, like that control in a weird way and just checking in with yourself and making sure it's not too far. Um, (laughs) I don't know. It's just always interesting to see how all these stories kind of overlap sometimes with other people's perspectives.
0: Yeah. And I wouldn't call it control. I would call it discipline. Like I would say I'm very disciplined now in my life and I don't, because I have been hyper, hyper, hyper controlling. And now I know the difference and I don't know if I could explain the difference. I mean, I probably could if I sat down and talked about and thought about it in detail with myself. I'm sure I could explain the nuance between it, but I know what it feels like to be like hyper, hyper vigilant and very controlling. And now I would say I'm just disciplined. Like I'm disciplined in how I eat. I'm disciplined with my lifestyle. And I do allow for flexibility and I do allow for balance because I think that that, that's important too. And I mean, you and I have stayed in touch all of these years and Correct me if I'm wrong, but I would say that you're the same. I would say you're just more disciplined. Now I wouldn't really say controlling.
1: No, I agree. I think the label, like that word, verbiage, whatever you want to call it, is so true. Cause it's like my like my body is okay with this. Like this feels right versus like you doing mm-hmm. things to just like stay alive. I don't know if that makes sense, but it just this is how it's supposed yeah. to be. surviving
0: but not thriving
1: exactly like this is um doable body likes it thriving is a good word um and i just don't know if i would be here doing all of these things or even knowing that this existed um without just going through the steps you know
0: yeah Okay, let's talk about what the steps were then. Like for you personally, because I was telling Paige this before we hit record, I would love to bring all my clients on, but of course I know that not everybody's comfortable, you know, speaking publicly, which is totally cool. But I, I see the bigger picture because I'm working, I'm like the zoomed out version, and I'm working with all the different women and I see how they take the what I'm teaching in the program and they adapt that and they make it work for them and it's always it looks different for every single person and this isn't cookie cutter like the overarching things are the same but then how you take that and run with that and apply that in your life is going to be a little bit different so what was your journey like through our time working together going through breaking up with anxiety specifically I'd love for you to speak to the changes you think that you made that really moved the needle forwards for you
1: yeah. Oh, this is so important. Such a good question. Oh. Okay. So really, I remember um starting. Well, actually, let me tell you this first, because this is kind of funny. So I remember finding your website <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, this girl is doing discovery calls. I hate discovery calls. I just want to read what it is. I don't want to have to talk to anybody like this is my anxiety talking like heck no I'm not doing this and I didn't feel that way when I got to your website specifically because like everyone has you know the discovery stuff whatever and I was like nope I'm gonna call her I don't call people Tay. I don't call people (laughs) so I did and literally, I never
0: called called people when my anxiety was bad (laughs) I never even answered the phone so I really get that I had the worst like (laughs) quote-unquote, phone anxiety.
1: Yes. So I get it. It's awful. I mean, I get it now looking back, but it was just so funny to me. Like, I'm sitting here trying to, like, figure out my anxiety. I'm having that anxiety about calling about anxiety. It was just the whole thing. So anyway, made the yeah. call. <laughs> Signed up that afternoon. So funny. Um, mm-hmm. And was just ready. I was just ready for direction. Um, and yes, I do think it helped having a background as far as in, in nutrition, because whenever you would say something, like I totally got it. Like I didn't need to like, try to believe, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like, I just was like, yep, you're right. I know that's right. You didn't
0: need convincing. (laughs) You were just like, yeah, that makes sense. You didn't need, not that. I mean, I'm never trying to convince anyone, obviously. Right. Right. But I always tell my clients, like, be that annoying kid who asks why, ask a million questions. I promise it'll never annoy me. And you just didn't have a million questions because you had the background versus somebody who, you know, is just an average person who doesn't know much about nutrition and things like that. They're gonna come into the program and they're gonna ask a lot of questions because they're gonna almost like They're going to be watching the trainings and being like, okay, yeah, but also I don't really believe you. (laughs) It's so
1: true though. I mean, especially now, like when, when I work with people, like to this day, it's the same thing. You can kind of like pick up on it. And so just kind of knowing how to navigate those situations and how to help, you know, whatever. Um, But it's true. I mean, I, I was doing all the things I thought, you know, were necessary. Like, you know, I was taking Calming herbs, like, you know, dosing up on ashwagandha and like trying to meditate and like trying to do these things. But it was never in a routine. It was never, it was just like, I'm going to try this today. I'm going to try this today. Like, I have no idea. And just having someone to be like, no, like rooting you on, like, this is the direction. Like, it's so empowering. And you have that confidence piece, like, okay. I'm going to do it. I'm really going to do it. Um, so I remember kind of, you know, walking through week after week. And I will tell you, Tay, I think what did it for me was like the layering in approach. I love mm. that. Like, love it. Um, you know, with an anxious brain, can only hold so much information at once and having little pieces each week to build on your experience, I think is like, gold.
0: For sure. And that's what's going to create sustainable change. Like, obviously, I have the benefit of creating a program to help women, you know, release and resolve their chronic anxiety as a woman who had <laughs> chronic anxiety, right. and uh, panic disorder and depression, and all those things. So I truly built it from like, I didn't have a me. I put all the pieces together myself going through the program. And so I built it from like a perspective of, you know, what would I have liked at the time? And it's interesting now having so many women gone through the program, there's kind of two, they fall into two different camps, I would say, where I have the women who come in and they're like, I want to make all the changes all at once because that's how their anxiety is presenting. Their anxiety is presenting in a way where they're like, I need to do all these things all at once because I need to just get to the end result as quickly as possible. Right. And then I have like the other kind of camp of women who are like, give it to me really slow, or I'm going to be overwhelmed, (laughs) you know, and, and both ways are perfect and beautiful and good. It just like anxiety manifests in different ways for everybody. Right. And we all have similarities and we hear each other talk and we hear each other share our stories and it's relatable, but the, the symptoms and the mindset stuff can manifest in different ways. And I, I, you have always said that multiple times from the beginning. And it was in like, I remember your interest form, where you were like, I just want somebody to like, spoon feed me the steps really slowly piece by piece. And I was like, perfect, I'm your girl. (laughs) Because we move nice and slow baby steps, like slower than the human brain wants. But that's how the changes actually stick. And they actually become like new habits. And it becomes like your new diet and your new lifestyle. And then that's what's going to create this anxiety freedom that lasts like you know you're not like you're not like regressing for lack of a better word
1: i love that i mean really and truly that's really how you see change right if we changed everything at once or at least in my brain right i don't know what i don't know the impact that water has like sure drink your water okay got it but no like after spending like several weeks and like that's the only thing I changed it's like oh shit okay yeah I should probably drink water because I feel so much better it's so silly like you hear these things all the time like duh you're supposed to drink water but like no actually are you drinking water like actually (laughs) kind of thing Um, are you
0: drinking enough water yeah
1: (laughs) like and then the whole you know just kind of going into some of the pieces like a big eye opener for me was like caloric intake. Like I've never been a calorie counter, just I uh, never have, even though, you know, having a nutrition degree, it was still just not my like, you know, way of doing things. But when you actually sit down and see what you're eating, holy cow. It's like under eating, like crazy. And like just not even fueling my body well enough to even make neurotransmitters to even like function just so little, tiny, little, just mind-blowing pieces along the way that just made such a huge difference.
0: It also gives you such an appreciation for your body because when you learn, like when you do that basic equation for the calories, right? For just like, this is what you need to like lie on a couch, for example. Yeah. And you realize like, holy moly, I'm actually (laughs) under eating to just lie on a couch. It puts it into perspective where instead of blaming your body and just being like why is this happening to me like you know like why is my body failing me or broken or whatever you know the thing the things that we tell ourselves when we have any kind of chronic symptom be that anxiety or anything else when you start to learn just how much your body actually needs to function optimally and when you start to see that you're not actually giving it what it needs it gives you this whole other appreciation for your body where you're like wow like you have been working overtime to try and help me and protect me and like I've been doing you a disservice not the other way around
1: I'm like I'm so sorry body like dang (sighs) the amount (laughs) of I'm sorry I love you
0: I promise I know
1: like oh my god gosh how could i and then i remember my very first baby angel sleep and i was just like oh my god this is this is what it's like like i can actually like make shifts in my body i can do that i don't know it was such a liberating like
0: it's empowering because you have the control yeah like I did that. You just have to take the required actions. Yes. Yeah. I have to tell a little funny story. I think you know this story, but I'm <laughs> going to tell it for everyone listening about why we call like like baby angel sleeps and, and breaking up with anxiety. So years ago when I decided, okay, you know what? I'm actually going to do the thing. I'm actually going to be a nutritionist. I'm going to, I'm going to help women release and relieve their chronic anxiety and panic. Um, My first business coach that I was working with, she recommended that I uh, do interviews where I get, you know, five to 10 women with anxiety on like a Zoom and I record just the audio of it and I ask them questions so that I can like, so that I can understand like the language that they're using to kind of talk about their anxiety and I remember I was, um, cause I obviously know my experience, but as, and I, 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 I know how to describe the anxiety that I was feeling, but it was very interesting to hear 10 different women explain their anxiety and to hear the similarities, but to also hear the differences. Yeah. And one of the women said, um, I can't remember what I asked her. I can't remember. I had a list of questions and I can't remember like what the specific question was, but she's like, she was basically like, all I want to do is fucking sleep like a baby fucking angel. (laughs) I was like, that's amazing. I'm going to call the sleep part of my program, like baby angel sleeps. (laughs) And that's kind of become like this tagline and we'll celebrate in the group. Like had my first baby angel sleep. I slept like a baby angel Um, where you basically sleep throughout the night. <laughs> yes. You know, you go to bed, you don't have anxiety, you sleep throughout the entire night, you wake up in the morning, you don't have anxiety, and you wake up and you feel rested and you're ready to tackle the day. That's a baby angel sleep. And let me tell you, it is a hundred percent possible.
1: Uh yeah. Like I remember waking up and being like, Oh, okay, <laughs> that's what that is. All right, cool. You know, and like literally feeling like I was like healing myself from like the ground up it sounds so Mm -hmm. funny to say it that way but it's true like step by step foundation by foundation um kind of like making sure in my brain like not missing anything like okay I've had this done got this done and everything just kind of layered on top of each other um you know, to get us to like new goals, like sure, going through the program was my main goal. And then like, you know, getting off of like birth control and like getting off of medication and like things just kept coming. And I was like, I never, ever thought I would be here. Ever.
0: Mm -hmm. And you had tried to transition off your medication before. Yeah. So walk us through a little bit how that went. And then you tried again after you went through the program. And Explain like the difference there, because you are successfully off medication now, which is so exciting.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. I yes. <laughs> Just moment of silence for that. That's amazing. <laughs> um. But yeah, it was such a dr- yes. Drastic. moment
0: of silence.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was. You know. So the first time I tried coming off of it, like by myself, you know, I did the whole thing with your doctor. Like, okay, you take it slow, and you you know do whatever. It was awful. It was awful today. like all of the withdrawal symptoms, like it just felt like worse, like my anxiety was worse and it just so then you get back on it like that's just how it it goes. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, then so I was really nervous to get off of it again after, you know, it kind of came up after going through breaking up with anxiety. I was like, I don't know, like I feel so good right now. Like, I don't want to rock the boat, but mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. The, it went, it took several months like to kind of build up. We actually um did the whole like birth control situation first because you were saying, yes, like, yeah. Do so you think, I guess, yeah. Talk about that. Like don't want to do.
0: Yeah. So my recommendation <laughs> was to go birth control first because we're never going to, you our hormones are not going to be, they're never in balance. Like this term, it's so, it's like a catchphrase, balance your hormones, balance your hormones, which isn't like scientifically correct because your hormones are constantly fluctuating. So I try to use the word, like bring your hormones into alignment. Whereas like different parts of the day, different hormones are meant to be fluctuating different parts of your cycle. Like let's just bring them into alignment and like have them back in their natural rhythm, which is never actually like quote unquote balance. But you know, this is the word that people um, resonate with is if we say like, let's bring your hormones back into balance. So if you are on birth control, it's a chemical manipulation of your hormones, right? So We can do so much to support the body. I don't want anybody who's listening, who's on birth control to feel like super discouraged, like they're a lost cause because as Paige was saying, she went through the program and she was still on birth control and she was still on her medication for her anxiety at this point. And she felt really good. She felt amazing. Now her goal was eventually she wanted to transition off these things. So I said, let's do the birth control first because then we can come off birth control slowly like at least three months we're transitioning off because the body was supported for at least four months prior, this is going to minimize those withdrawal symptoms that you're going to get from birth control too, called post birth control syndrome, which is no fun. I went through it. (laughs) Don't recommend it and then let's give your body time. We didn't jump right into then transitioning off your SSRIs. We gave okay. the body time to recalibrate with no birth control. We gave your hormones time to come back into alignment to find their natural rhythm because you were just manipulating them chemically for X amount of years and there's no shame. Like I was on birth control for 10 years, so I did it too, you know. But you need to give your body time to to relearn its natural rhythm, which can take a few months. It really depends on the person. And then when you felt that you were in a really good place with your hormones, they were cycling naturally, we didn't have any symptoms, then we moved into, okay, now it's time to transition off your SSRIs. So I think all of that from starting the program to getting off everything, was that like a year and a half, almost two years, would you say?
1: Let's see. Yeah. So it was like a year it was just a year to, oh my gosh yeah because so I was Oh, okay really so year. shorter than I thought yeah it was because I was getting married in the fall of 2021 and that like played a huge role because I was like oh my gosh like this is like probably the most anxiety inducing day of my life <laughs> you know and like do I get yeah. off medication before then or after like what do I do and um no it was literally a year. <laughs> Literally
0: a year. Wow, I know it's crazy. And I remember you telling me too, like one of your, um, like kind of fears with your anxiety was you were like, I'm, I want to marry my person, but I don't feel like I can get married because, like, what if I have an anxiety attack like on the day of my wedding? Yeah,
1: literally, that was the thought. Instead of thinking about getting married, that is what you're thinking about, and it's just not fair, right? So, I don't know. We made it through. It was a great day, and I felt very empowered that day. I knew I knew I'd done the work. Like there was no reason to be scared. Like, I don't know.
0: And did anything stressful happen that you had to navigate on your wedding day? Oh, yeah. That's the thing. It was like crazy.
1: There's like, everything went wrong, you know? Just that's how Weddings happened, right? (laughs) All of it. It was just (laughs) so many things. And it didn't matter. It didn't matter. We made it through. And I don't, like, I don't know how I would have handled it um, without doing all of that work. I really, really don't.
0: Yeah. That's such a big thing. Like, I I was talking to a girlfriend of mine who doesn't have anxiety. And I was telling her, you know, it's, so much more like this, making these changes. Like when I say doing this work, I mean like making the dietary changes, making the lifestyle changes, and then, you know, taking a little bit of targeted supplementation specifically Mm -hmm. to support the gut. Because in your case, you were on some great supplements because you you were working at a compounding pharmacy at the time and you were working mm-hmm. with like an excellent supplement company. And so when you came to me, I was like, oh, these are great supplements, but they're all just symptomatic. Like they're yeah. not actually targeting your root causes. Exactly. So that's why you're not feeling full relief, right?
1: Exactly. And so I was telling
0: my girlfriend, I was saying like, it's not about just releasing the anxiety. It's about like what the anxiety is holding you back from. Like for me, at the time, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. And, and it, my anxiety was holding me back from finishing my education and moving on with my life. It was also holding me back from being in romantic relationships. You know, For other women, it's, they're like, I want to have a kid. I want to have babies. I want to have a family. And I don't feel confident moving forward with that until I've addressed the anxiety. For some women, it's like, I want to be like the CEO or a director in the government or I want to work my way up the corporate ladder and I don't feel like I can do that because my anxiety is holding me back or I want to get married and I don't even trust myself to be cool calm and collected on my wedding day you know like it's all these big big life big life moments that like people who don't have anxiety um, I don't want to say the word like take for granted because that's not the word that I'm looking for. But when you don't have anxiety, you don't know how hard it is to navigate these regular milestones that everyone else is going through. And they're not fun for you. (laughs) Like they suck.
1: Yes, that is so true. It's exhausting. Just like day to day activities, you know, like back then. And I remember, you know, there was this this book that came out that really resonated with me—it just kind of put things into perspective after going through all this stuff. Um, and I think we've talked about it before, *The Anatomy of Anxiety*.
0: And the Anatomy of Anxiety, yes, yes. so good, oh,
1: such a good one. Everyone,
0: go read it. <laughs> yes, immediately.
1: Like, press pause, go read it, and then come back. Okay. And <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, there was a line in there about you know true anxiety versus false anxiety. And that has stuck with me to this day because anxiety is anxiety, period. It doesn't matter where it comes from. It's mm-hmm. the same thing. But the things that we can, you know, like control in a way gets rid of that false anxiety. Like I know if I drink coffee, period, that's that's a stimulant for me and it's going to then propel into other feelings. Um, and if I can just eliminate the, <laughs> that, um, then I can really like pay attention to the real shit. like what is actually going on? You know, that's when therapy made more sense. That's when you know, those actual issues were like, okay, this is it. Like zooming out, right? Like not being hyper focused on this one feeling, but zooming out and like where ha- where did that stem from. Um, so it really, really was a oh, nice puzzle piece. Um, for this whole journey for me, for sure.
0: Yeah. And I love how like she, um, so much of what she talks about in the book is like exactly what we do in the program. It's exactly what I've done to release my anxiety is exactly what you've done to release your chronic anxiety. And her false anxiety essentially um, is the anxiety that's coming from body-based imbalances, the anxiety that's coming from not sleeping enough, from over-exercising, from not drinking enough water, from not eating enough protein, from not eating enough calories, from not eating enough fiber, from digestive imbalances, low stomach acid, your liver needs support, there's inflammation in the body, there's dysbiosis, there's gut pathogens, like there is heavy metal toxicity, like that's f- creating false anxiety because that's like a symptom of a body-based imbalance. And then true anxiety, I think, is what she calls the other one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So true anxiety is like a message. It's like your inner compass where something is out of alignment in your life. You need to look to an area in your life. So for example, is your relationship, is your romantic relationship causing anxiety because it's not the right relationship for you? That would be like true anxiety because at least that this is my interpretation like of her book. Yeah. yeah and the way she kind of explains it, where it's like true anxiety is your inner compass. It's your subconscious being like, ding, 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 ding. This isn't the road we want to go down. This isn't right for us, blah, blah, blah. And then the false anxiety is like, no, that's actually like something that's coming from within the body or that's something that's, I mean, they're both in your control. They're both very much in your control, which I think is another very empowering thing to understand about anxiety because Everyone who has anxiety can relate to the feeling of not feeling in control and feeling completely out of control when the both the false and the true anxiety are within your control. But the mechanism by which you're going to release those types of anxiety is going to be different. Absolutely. And it's. Did I explain that properly?
1: (laughs) I, I do agree. I do. That's really how I interpreted it as well, because it sounds so silly to say it this way, but like. If you really zoom out and really look up the cascade like of events on how like our body functions, the answer is like really simple, and that's almost frustrating in a way. Simple, yeah.
0: It's like oh my god, no. It's simple but not easy.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's definitely not easy, but in a way, it's like I found it frustrating because it's like no, that can't be the answer because I struggle this whole time and if that was just the answer the whole time that's frustrating i don't accept that you know (laughs) and it is is that like simple of an answer um to at least peel back the layers and get rid of the low-hanging fruit to really address what needs to be addressed
0: yeah it is annoying, like you said, oh, you know, you had anxiety your whole right, whole life, but you didn't really know that's what it was. And then finally you kind of came to terms and accepted, yes, this is anxiety, because for you it was mainly the physical symptoms. You didn't really resonate with a lot of kind of the more mental stuff or the things that you were seeing online. It is extremely frustrating to then learn, oh, I lived my entire life feeling this way because of what I was eating or not eating or X, Y, Z. There's a bunch of layers to this conversation. It's extremely frustrating. I felt that way too when I was sitting there in school. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Why did nobody tell me this? But we have to move past that frustration. Because there's no point just sitting in there, sitting and sulking and being like, meh, like, (laughs) you know, it's just like, okay, yeah, that sucks that we didn't know this information because nobody told us. But like, now what are we gonna do about it? We're gonna take this information, we're gonna move forward, and we're gonna tell as many people as we know this information so that like other people maybe don't end up in our situation, the situation we were in.
1: 100%. I'm like, listen, I am the messenger now. And do with the information you will, but yeah. I need everyone to know, <laughs> like, yes. I was like, have you eaten your protein today? Did you drink your water today? <laughs> like, are you eating avocados? Like, oh my gosh, it's just <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but it's life-changing.
0: So what does your life look like? What does your life look like now? Like how what what does your life look like like now? How do you feel on a daily basis now?
1: it's bizarre. I like, I know myself. (laughs) I'm like, wow, I'm cool. I'm a cool person. This is, yeah. I'm like so much more. I'm calm.
0: I'm collected.
1: (laughs) Like everything is just so aligned and it just sounds so like poetic and like strange to say it this way, but like everything, like my brain and body are connected, period. Like I'm listening to my body um and I used to just ignore it all the time because it was scary it's like no I don't I don't like that not gonna listen to it but now it's like almost like I embrace it you know it's like oh something's coming up here what have I been kind of like you know slacking on or I don't know if slacking is the right word but you know going through all the the check boxes like what have I not um, been addressing? Or what am I ignoring kind of thing? But no, like now, I mean, I got my hair cut for the first time again, you know, when was that? Like six months after I got off medication, that was huge. Um, you know, so all those like little things, but as far as like day to day now, I'm in therapy, I'm learning all kinds of like Things The way my brain like works and why and why I am the way that I am kind of thing. Um, I have so much energy. I mean, I've moved into like, trying to explore movement and what that feels like for me. So it's like, it's like almost like never ending, like you had all or I've had Mm -hmm. all those Um, goals and things when we started and then just like every year it's like okay I did that so like what else can I do or like what like always trying to like be better and it's just so cool like the more and more I learn about myself it makes me learn about other people and how you know how things are affecting them and we're all so similar it's kind of scary
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love what you said where um, you're like, you know, my brain and body are connected, period. And instead of ignoring the signals from my body and the messages from your body, which are your symptoms, instead of suppressing those or trying to run away from those or just being like, this is so uncomfortable, I'm, I want to just ignore this, you actually take the time to tune in and ask yourself, what does this symptom mean? What is my body trying to tell me? Let me go back through Like the checklist, the breaking up anxiety roadmap, the checklist, and let's see, like where I've maybe, yeah, like fallen off track, or maybe I need to tighten up a little bit because it happens to all of us, even me. Like we're both, we both are nutritionists. We both work with, we both work with clients on a regular day to day basis, and we're also human and we're not perfect. And there are days where I don't drink enough water. You know, there, there, there are days where this stuff still happens. And then we get these little messages from our body and we know to tune in and be like, oh, Um, and you don't have to be a nutritionist to know this. Paige just happens to be the first client I've brought on and she just happens to be in this space. But there are other ones that are coming on, stay tuned, um, who have, they're like teachers or copywriters, or they're not in the nutrition space at all. And they're still able to connect in and tune in in your body. And The question I want to ask is a question that I got on my podcast and I think it would be a really nice way to kind of cap off this episode and I'll let you answer first and then I'll give you the answer that I gave. But (laughs) I had somebody ask me, you know, we were talking about symptoms being messages from the body and she was like, are you afraid of getting like anxiety again? Like if you experience anxiety again for a prolonged period of time, does that do you feel afraid for that? Does that make you fearful? What do you have to say to that?
1: Not anymore. Not anymore. I was. Absolutely, I was. But now I'm like, no, I know what to do. And it's not as scary. It's not as scary.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. I just like, I'm like low key going (laughs) to cry. I've like never asked you that. Um, And I have like goosebumps. And that's what I said too. I said, no, because I know what to do. Will it suck? Obviously. Oh It's not going to be fun. I'm going to be like frustrated, but I won't be afraid. Like, And I used to be afraid. I used to be very afraid of the symptoms I felt. I used to be very afraid of how little control I had over my body and my mind. And if I went through a bout of anxiety again, because I I do experience the normal human emotion of anxiety a few times a year, everybody does. Yeah. But if I were to go through a period of prolonged anxiety, like if I, for whatever reason, started having panic attacks again, or started experiencing chronic anxiety again for whatever reason. I wouldn't be afraid. I would be like, "Okay, it's fucking go time." Like, what yes. do I have to do? Like, why is this happening?
1: Oh my gosh, yes. Let's go. I mean, I think that's such an important point is you don't just like get rid It's all it's all still there some, you know, it's deep down. It's that human emotion, but we look at it through a different way and yeah, let's go, you know? <laughs> I'll call you. We'll just be like, "All right, let's do this thing."
0: <laughs> I'm just going to get a message me like, "Okay, round 2, let's go."
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's awesome.
0: And I think that's like the most empowering thing because, you know, and I say this all the time, you are not going to move through this life not feeling emotions. Yeah. You are going to go through periods of your life where you're going to go through intense grief you know, you are going to experience pain, you're going to experience sadness, we're going to experience stress and overwhelm and burnout. Like we just live in a that's just the world we live in. And these are normal human emotions. But, you know, feeling not feeling afraid of them and feeling like you know what to do to navigate that difficult period in your life, even if it brings you to your knees. And even if you're like, this fucking sucks, knowing what to do to move through it. Like that's all I want. Like that's all I want for people. Like everyone who like goes through my programs, everyone who listens to this podcast, everyone who follows me on Instagram, all I want is for people to not feel afraid of their symptoms. And I want people to feel in control and that they have control to change how they feel in any given moment.
1: Absolutely. Trust and understanding. Hopefully
0: you feel that way.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, Yes. Yes. I could write a book. I won't, but I could on just how maybe
0: you will one day. Maybe (laughs) you're gonna write a book about tackling anxiety and I'm gonna be your I'm gonna read it and be your number one
1: fan. There you go. See, I mean so much has happened in the last what three years already. So you know what?
0: Who knows? You never know. Mm -hmm. We all have a book in us, every single one of us. It just takes a lot to birth a book baby. Like (laughs) oh my gosh.
1: I can't imagine we'll put it on the list.
0: Oh man. Okay. Well, I mean, I could talk to you forever and ever and ever, but you know, I'm trying to keep these little interview episodes at an hour max and we're at 59 minutes and 57 seconds. So thank you so much Paige, for coming on and sharing pieces of your story and we'll chat later. Thanks for having me Tay. that is a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I have one quick favor to ask you before you go. If you love today's episode, I would so appreciate if you left a review on whatever podcast platform you are listening to right now. My goal with this podcast is to reach as many people as possible to spread awareness that anxiety is not this incurable disease. It's not something we just have to live with. It's definitely not just part of your personality and there are body-based imbalances that need to be addressed in order to truly be free from chronic anxiety with awareness comes action and the more people this podcast can reach the less people will struggle with anxiety and positive reviews are the number one way to help new people discover the show you are the best Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so, so, so much. One last thing, my legal medical disclaimer, the Breaking Up With Anxiety podcast with me, Taylor Jandro, is for general information and educational purposes only and the advice and recommendations I give, or my guests give throughout the episodes do not replace medical advice. The consumption of this podcast does not qualify as a practitioner-client relationship with me, and the use and implementation of the information discussed are at the sole discretion of the listener. Yes, I am a nutritionist, but I am not your nutritionist. So please discuss any changes with your primary healthcare provider. Okay, that's it. Until the next episode, bye for now.